From the protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Okay, welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Division of Criminal Investigation, and Wisconsin ICAC Task Force. I am Carl. I'm Dana. And in this episode, thank you for joining us, by the way, we're going to be discussing the app Meet Me. We're going to be taking uh, listener questions and uh, kind of going over some internet safety tips, kind of like we do in every podcast. But more importantly, um, basically, what are we? Well, we are a part of the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, as you mentioned. And we are a, uh, a part of the Wisconsin Department of Justice that provides investigative expertise throughout the state. Um, we assist law enforcement throughout the state on uh, crimes dealing with technology uh, and children as victims. Um, and as part of that, we also provide education and prevention information. And that's what the PKO or Protecting Kids Online podcast is all about. And where can you find us? Uh, protectkidsonlinewi.gov. And we're part of the greater good. So we're part of uh, the Wisconsin Department of Justice. You can also go on the Wisconsin Department of Justice website. You can click on the ICAC tab and we're all linked together. Uh, more importantly, though, go right to our website, which is PK. Protect Kids Online, WI.gov. Dana's going to slap me yet for this. And that actually, just so everybody knows, that redirects you right to that Department of Justice ICAC webpage. So it's all going to look the same. It's just an easier one to get to. Protect Kids Online, WI.gov. I'm going to write it in a big envelope and then, uh, or a big piece of paper and put it right in front of me so I remember it. But So Meet Me. Let's talk about Meet Me. Um, your kids may be talking about Meet Me. They might be making new friends on Meet Me. Um, I guess just to start out with, Meet Me is a chat app, correct? It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And we see a majority of our cyber tips, which are uh, generated by either the uh, ISP, which is the Internet Service Provider, the app itself, the group, uh, so Meet Me in this case, and or, uh, you know, citizens out there that do see something. And Meet Me isn't, uh, we're not here to, to downgrade Meet Me or to talk bad about them. We're just here to try to give you the insight as to what to watch for with what the trends are with your kids nowadays. And when we're talking kids, we're talking 17 and under. So your teenagers also that are in high school all the way up to, you know, 9, uh, 10 years old. So um, if they have access to an electronic device and they are on the App Store or the Google Play Store or whatever, they have access to this stuff. So they can download it and we're here to provide you the education necessary to uh, make yourself familiar with this especially with the meet me app so and as with any app uh, you know it's it is what you're using it for so there might be a higher level of risk just because of the general content content that is involved there um, but just make sure you are aware of what your kids are doing with the apps they're using and that you um, are talking to them about safe online behavior you know one thing I recommend to the parents when we quote as part of our duties in doing these educational uh, kind of presentations is sit down with your kid if your kid wants to download a new app so your 16 year old daughter or 16 year old son comes in and uh, wants to download an app or you kind of take a look at their phone and you see you know wow what, what is this you know make them sit you down as a parent and tell you about that app make them show you stuff chances are they're going to delete it and make a new one again because mom and dad saw it but nonetheless, you're going to be a little bit more familiar with it. And if it's something you don't like, feel free to go ahead and block that and or delete it and or cons- give your parenting consultation at that point with uh, the dangers of what it is and or go on our website, protectkidsonlinewi.gov and uh, 
kind of do some research on it. All right. So Meet Me, let's get into this. Meet Me used to be called My Yearbook. So if you're more familiar with that, um, the new name for that is now Meet Me. Uh, It requires users to be 13 or above to sign up for an account. You do provide a name, an email address, um, possibly even zip code or phone number with Meet Me accounts or profiles. Um, but there is absolutely nothing saying that that information has to be real. Right. And probably 98% of the time when Jill Creeper is on there, and I'm sorry if your name is Jill Creeper. But, um, <laughs> it's unfortunate. If right. It uh, if Jill Creeper is on there, they're not a 13-year-old female and or a 15-year-old female and or male. So um, it is very easy to log on to these and make up a completely fictitious name with fictitious age and do your thing, I guess, um, whatever that would be. But nonetheless, you do have to enter information. And if something bad does happen on there that's caught by Meet Me itself and or another private citizen, we will be able to track it. So it's not a completely anonymous app. Um, given that you have to enter your information into that. But um, it is somewhat anonymous where you don't have to give that perfect information. So as it seems, the name Meet Me, um, this app is created to meet new people. And Meet Me actually says that its app is the place for, quote unquote, flirting, making friends, and even falling in love. And I think that's what we see a lot in these reports that we're getting is that a lot of the uh, the chat content um, within Meet Me is tending towards flirting or sexual content or um, that sort of thing. Right. And when you uh, access it, a lot of times if Joel Creeper is on there, we're finding that they're going to say, hi, my name is Crystal23 and uh, send me a pic. And they want to get right and short to the point. They don't want to sit and chit chat. They don't want to get to know you. They are going to be right there. And I want to see you. I want to see this. I want to see that. They're going to start with their grooming stuff, which uh, we'll cover in just a little bit and kind of move forward with the conversation very, very quickly. So, and and you can understand how when uh, your child is on there, especially if they're younger, 13, 12, 13 years old, right away getting to know this stuff, um, they can fall into that trap real easy and be a predator's best dream, so to speak. Um, So one thing to watch for is the capabilities of this. So I guess we've talked about some of the risks here. We've talked about what to know within that. Um, When we come back, we're going to talk about reporting and we're going to talk about um, what to do within the site when these chats are taking place. It's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Okay, welcome back to the PKO Podcast. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, So Carl mentioned um, grooming. Uh, We want to talk a little bit about the grooming process because that's something that we do see a lot within these chat apps. So we see, uh, we just saw a case uh, not that long ago where uh, the a male predator, 45 years old, met with a 16 year old female, and when we follow the chats, it was very, very detailed and outlined uh, as to the grooming process on it. And it would have been a great example to post uh, on a presentation, which we might do once the case is closed. But you uh, you can see the progression that it takes from the simple word hi to, hey, can you send me a pic? And, oh, I love your hair. Um, do you typically have, you know, purple hair like that? I think that's very cute. And, boy, you have beautiful eyes. And, boy, how, you know, how about earrings? Do you like earrings? Well, I'll send you some earrings. What's your address? Boy, send me a pic of that. And then, well, you look beautiful in those earrings. And then what's mom and dad doing? Well, make sure mom and dad don't find out about this because you're really not supposed to be on here talking to, to random guys like that. To, hey, uh, how about I buy you dinner or lunch and let's meet at McDonald's? 
McDonald's. And, and next thing you know, she's leaving the house or he's leaving the house. And you, at that point, you have lost control of the situation. And and this is a very common process that we see. And, and we want to share this information with you as parents or caregivers because it's very important that you, A, talk to your child about the fact that you want them to come to you with concerns or if this sort of thing is happening or if they get too deep into a conversation like this with somebody and they don't know what to do to get out of it. And B, we want you to know how to react to that. Our first reaction as parents um, or when working with kids is that we're angry at this person that is doing this to our child and that is talking to our child in this manner. But our kids can't differentiate um, your anger against that person that we don't know and against them. And we want to make sure that they don't think that you're angry at them when they're coming to you for help. And as a father of a young daughter, if I looked on her phone and I saw that, I I could only imagine my reaction to it. So um, it's completely understandable and completely accepting, I guess, that a parent would freak out if they start seeing that. But nonetheless, there's help out there, and that's what we do. We do that with the Wisconsin Department of Justice. We do that with our affiliates out there with this ICAC task force and the National Center for missing exploited children are ways that we can provide help for any situation like that. So uh, anything further on Meet Me? Um, I guess just another reminder that whatever app or whatever website you're on, if you're seeing content like this, um, make sure that you report it on the website itself. Uh, The website needs to know about it so that they can combat activity like this happening on their app or their website. And then always feel free to report at missingkids.org as well and create a cyber tip, um, which ends up coming through us for Wisconsin. Exactly. And uh, when we come back, we'll be taking listener questions. It's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Okay, welcome back to the PKO Podcast. I am Carl. I'm Dana. Thank you for uh, tuning in with us. Our last segment here is going to be listener questions. Uh, One question from... Green Bay. Well, first of all, let's start off with how can you submit a question? Excellent question. Um, so on protectkidsonlinewi.gov, that takes you to our website where you can submit a question, a comment, a suggestion for a future episode. So if you have an app that you're wondering about, if your child came to you talking about a situation or an app that they don't know how to respond to, you can submit that on there. And there are a few things that we are going to require of you when you're submitting that, such as an email address, the region of the state you're in, that sort of thing. And the reason that we're requiring that is because we want to be able to follow up with you if we need to, if it's something that needs our attention. And we want to be able to know what's happening in different areas of our state as well. So if we're seeing a trend towards a certain new app in a certain part of the state, we as law enforcement want to be aware of that. So you can always submit your questions at protectkidsonlinewi.gov. And sometimes some of these are pretty embarrassing. So we understand that if you don't want to leave your name or anything like that, but if if the question does come back and you kind of want an answer immediately, feel free to submit the question with a name and a contact information. Uh, Dana will be monitoring this uh, quite regularly, and she'll be on it among her other 150,000 duties. And <laughs> <All> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and get back to you as soon as possible. That's what we do with the ICAC task force. And, uh, you know, we're always there to try to help. This stuff works 24 hours a day, and, and it always seems just like everything else. It comes at the worst possible time. On a Sunday at, uh, you know, 9 o'clock at night, you see your son or daughter's phone, and, and you see something bad. So protectkidsonlinewi.gov is the place to go and you can submit a question that way. So with that, from Green Bay, Wisconsin, my 10-year-old wants to go on Facebook. What are your thoughts? Oh, excellent question. And we do actually see this a lot when we are out doing education presentations in schools and with teachers and counselors. We see a lot of younger kids that have Facebook accounts 
Um, what is the age that you have to be to have a Facebook account? 13. Absolutely. And so that sounds very similar to the Meet Me app that we just talked about earlier this episode. Um, there are absolutely ways that people can get around this whole age requirement for these apps. And in the case of Facebook or Meet Me, it's as simple as just typing in an older birth date. Um, and that's very easy math to do, as we all know. Yeah, you can even put age 99 in there and, it, and Facebook doesn't track it as long as you have a, a email address and uh, you know you can verify it through that way or even a phone number and you can verify it that way um, most 10 year olds 11 year olds I would assume have a phone number now if not even a smartphone so um, everything can be verified that way right behind your parents back so uh, parents be aware of that uh, good question and I would say 10 year old no well, and absolutely, because there's a reason that these age restrictions are in place, and that's why we're talking about some of these risks. Facebook itself has said, and in Meet Me in this case, has said this is not safe for children under the age of 13, and the the possible content that they might come across is why. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's always sexual content. It might be bullying content. It might be violent content. It might be adult language um, but they've decided that whatever is going on on that website, an 8- or a 9- or 10-year-old might not be ready for that yet. Right. And, it, you know, a lot of it does depend. Some 10-year-olds are uh, pretty mature and probably could handle some of that content. But nonetheless, to be ultimately protective of your kids, and, and that's the purpose of this whole podcast and what we do every day. And I would say 10-year-olds probably a little little too young for a Facebook page. So what do we do? What do we do to get around that? Um, much like with anything else – have them sit with you when you are on your Facebook account, account, and that way they can see the different things on your feed. They can get experience or access to Facebook under your supervision, under your care. Um, and that way when they do thir- turn 13 and create their own account, they're ready and you know that they're making the appropriate choices on that app or site. And a lot of it goes back to just remember when you were a kid, if you're curious about something, you're going to find it. And with the technology right at the fingertips now, most kids have a, a an iPad or some sort of tablet. So you're going to be uh, kind of letting them research it when you could be showing them yourself. So kind of keep that in mind. When you were a kid, what would you do if mom and dad said no? That's a really good point, Carl. You're going to kind of try to find it. So um, when they have a question about it, make sure that you show them the right way to do it and uh, get on there and, and, you know, scroll through Facebook. And that way, if you do come up across something that you probably don't want them to see, you can quickly scroll through it and say, okay, let's move on to the next one. And that's going to curb their curiosity that, that much more and also make them familiar with what the right thing to do with Facebook is. That's a really good point. And I think we should mention that this is probably going to be a recurring comment during our episodes. But what kids are doing online isn't anything new. They're the same things that we did as kids. It's just a different platform, and they have a much wider audience for it. And so we have to be there as parents or as caregivers to guide them through this new platform um, and really to teach them about the risks that are out there when they have this never-ending audience of the entire world on the Internet. Exactly. You could be dealing with Joe from China rather than uh, Joe from Green Bay. So. You never know which, who the who you're going to be talking to. You never know who you're going to be running into, uh, especially with the anonymity of uh, the Internet. And uh, everybody, just like this Meet Me app, you can enter a fake age, a fake name, a fake email address. And, and next thing you know, 
they're uh, doing something that they shouldn't be. So so as far as under 13, we would say no, just because we would absolutely follow the website or the app's recommendations. And if they put an age limit on that, um, there's a reason for it. Exactly. So from Janesville, should I be friends with my kids on these apps? Oh, great question. And this follows exactly what we were mentioning earlier about Meet Me. Right. Um, so this is a common question too, you know, and it's a common recommendation, I think, by safety experts that be friends with your kids on Facebook or whatever app that they're on. And there are a couple of different schools of thought as far as this goes. Um, and it's really up to you and your parenting style. You can be friends with them, and that lets you know who they're friends with, how they're interacting online. But also be aware that there's a, a very good chance that your child is going to create an entirely separate account that they are not friends with you on. Exactly. And we saw that a lot on Facebook. When we did a, an Internet safety presentation this last spring, um, we found that uh, a lot of the kids, we asked, you know, why aren't you on Facebook? When we, we, we always, whenever we do a presentation, we ask, you know, what the most popular app is. And we say, okay, what about Facebook? Nobody really raised their hand. Maybe a handful of the hundred students raised their hand. We said, why not? We said, mom and dad are on there. And they want, they said, if I'm on Facebook, I got to be their friend. So they're, they're going to avoid parents the best they can. So it's like we talked about earlier. Just simply sit down with your kids and learn the app yourself and learn it with them so you know the capabilities of the app, you know what they could be doing with the app, and you know kind of the, the parameters that need to be set for them to access that app. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the devil child of, of everything with this technology stuff. You can learn it yourself, and you can make sure that they're doing it safely too because a lot of it falls back onto the parent, actually. Probably most of it falls back onto the parent so uh, or guardian. And uh, if they don't know what they're doing, that means the kids are just going to go ahead and do it. So, um, yeah, absolutely uh, sit down with them. I don't necessarily know if I'd be friends with them. You're not going to find out the information you want anyway because they're not going to they're, they're going to hold it all back, but But it certainly doesn't hurt. I mean, right. it's up to you and your parenting style and right. how you connect with your kids. And how much freedom you give them. You know, mm-hmm. you know your kid best and you know how much you can trust them. So, um, so what do we do yeah. if we come across content? Let's talk about reporting. Yeah, go to missingkids.com or missingkids.org. They are basically one and the same. That gets you to the National Centers for Missing and Exploited Children. You can go to protectkidsonlinewi.gov. I'm never going to get this website. <laughs> so protectkidsonlinewi.gov. You can submit your questions or um, comments there for us here on the podcast. And that missingkids.org, the, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, they have the cyber tip line that you can report on. So if you have something that you know is wrong, you're seeing um, child exploitation happening online or you're seeing photos of child pornography online, you can submit that there and you can either do it in an online format or you can actually call the phone number that's listed there too. And they have a, a person that will answer the phone and walk you right through the reporting process over the phone. And they're there 24 hours a day. They have uh, a group of staff that is phenomenal. Uh, NECMEC is a nonprofit, as you'll see when you go on their website, but they do uh, have staff that are constantly monitoring the internet situations. If, if a cyber tip does come in, especially uh, what we call a priority one, so that's the, the highest priority cyber tip that comes in, they are going to get it. They are going to distribute it immediately, and they're going to get uh, agents and or officers on it and uh, get the problem hopefully uh, rectified uh, as soon as possible. So missingkids.com or .org and protectkidsonlinewi.gov. So if you see something, um, definitely report it because we want to make sure that that stuff gets off of the Internet and your kids have a, a, a safe um, 
a safe environment to learn on, to be entertained on, and um, to explore. Right. So protect kids online, wi.gov. You got it. Excellent. <laughs> Um, feel free to submit your questions to that and uh, let us know. We'll get you on, uh, get your question on the air here in, in a future podcast. And uh, also go to the iTunes store or whatever uh, podcast app that you use to access us, access us and uh, give us a rating. We kind of want to know what we're doing. We kind of want some feedback so we know what direction to take these things. So make sure you get on the iTunes app and or uh, protectkidsonlinewi.gov and uh, give us some feedback. So that's it for today. Join us next time and stay safe. 